All right, just a quick reminder. Astley is presented by Harris Resort SoCal, two hours away from downtown Los Angeles. HarrisSoCal.com. That's HarrisSoCal.com. Yeah, this is not my song, Taylor. I'm not, I'm not running. I'm not hauling ass through an airport. I'm not running from a, a cab to something else. It's any competition that involves a running portion, yeah. I am not your guy. World traveler. This guy didn't pick me. I took that one personally. <laughs> Picked no me for, invite back, that's for sure. He picked me for the uh, surviving in the office. And then we go leave the office. He's like, no, yeah, I, I think nothing been, to do with sleep. If you had to pick between the two, the second one Give is me the more world your jam. Yeah. Much more my you've, jam. You've been a lot of places. You've been to Africa. You've been to Japan. You've been, been to the Middle East. Riverside. You've been to Riverside. I believe that you Escondido. occasionally will dip your toe in the South Pasadena pool. You're all over the place. Every part. Yeah. Multiple languages. Marietta. <laughs> <laughs> Me and uh, Chris are both the most uh, offended by what happened with uh, Greg's answer to the ketchup of ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Christy says, how dare you talk bad about ranch? I don't think you guys understand that ranch is the superior condiment. Sure. It really has the best flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is so unique. And when you get good ranch, it's way better than sure. it. There's right. no variance right. in ketchup. There's, right. there's variance in ranch. The best ranch is way better than any other condiment. Couldn't agree best. more. I would argue that you know ketchup is a child's condiment. It, it is. is. No, no, it, it is. is. Yeah. It is, but... I just knew it would enrage her. I've never right. met so. It's like she's the heiress to Hidden Valley. <laughs> it's, Ranch it's like, is incredibly superior. I've never met anybody that had no skin in the game care so much about a condiment. I have skin in the game. Like, it's because condiments are great. It's what makes life great. Um, there is actually a restaurant in St. Louis that is just only serves ranch, and it's it is. And it has like these chicken fingers and stuff that you can dip around and like try the different types of ranch. <laughs> My friend Sarah, who visited um, a couple months ago, and she she loves ranch more than I do. So that's impossible. I yeah, I don't believe that. That's, <laughs> she has a hat that's that just BS. says ranch. If I could curse right now, I want to say the bull. I want to say it. That's cap. I'll call I'll call Sarah right, right now. That, that is that is yeah, you call Sarah. Cap. That is definitely cap. You good? Yeah, I said my piece okay, and good. Chrissy's piece and Chrissy's you did, piece. Yeah. It's fine. Take ketchup, personally. Of course you would. I take ketchup. You hate ketchup, Travis. I, I no, I don't. I hate it on a hot dog. Why? I don't like it. I'm allowed to not like things. That's okay. Take it easy. I'm. I'm That's taking it easy. It's fine. I get out of the way. I'm not getting in the fight. I'm the guy at the bar that's saying, I think they're about to scrap. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to I think we're gonna move leave. past it. I no, I think, think we're both trying to leave. <laughs> we're both trying to leave now, the Let's bar. go to that place across the street. This, this, let's go to the T-bar. Like let's go to the T-bar. There's no alcohol. <laughs> Temperature's coming up here. Let's go to the other place. I think we're going to be all right. So why did LeBron drop what he dropped, which is uh, him saying yesterday, there's a lot I have to think about, about the game of basketball. There's a lot to consider. Why did he say that? Because almost universally, almost across the board, no one thinks he's leaving. I know. They, there, there was, there's not even one yeah, or two people right. that are saying, hey, guys, you need to take this seriously. He might decide, I've played 20 years. Yeah. My body's breaking down. I want to go out on top. I just became the all-time leading scorer. There, There is a story to be told about it, but just nobody's telling Am I going to have surgery in the offseason? Do I want to go through all that? All of it. Yeah. All of it. Everybody's like, yeah, what does it mean? So what does it mean? Because I don't think anybody really thinks that the NBA season starts next year and LeBron James isn't a part. Now, he might not be ready to go for health reasons. That's a whole nother thing. But yeah. he's going to be on a team. I think we all agree on that. So why did he say what he said? 
Let, let's, let's take the aftermath of it. Yesterday, Lakers had their exit meeting, and Braun was not a part of that mix, right? And the Lakers basically have said that, hey, look, give him the proper amount of time, let the man kind of do his thing. It was a long season. Um, he put a lot on his body just to get that far. Yep. The only thing I could think of, and it really, really is the only thing that I could think of, because why else would you do it, Trav? I think the only thing that you do, Braun obviously still wants to compete for an NBA championship. And the only leverage LeBron James has that he's always had is him. I, I'm worth his participation. I'm worth everything. Yeah. And, and and by the way, even at this stage of his career, he's still worth everything. If the Los Angeles Lakers let's just say hypothetically, didn't have Braun next season. Just how much different is the level of interest oh my gosh. locally, nationally? What's the ticket sales look like? The, the man night is it, night and day. He's incredibly powerful. Of course he is. And the, and the card that he's always able to pull is him. You want me here or not? Him, right? And listen, most people would say, come on, Braun, you really giving up $97 million over the next two years? Probably not, okay? Um Bron, are you really after a performance like you had 40-10-9 in a game four with the way your body is at this stage of your career? It's not like you're coming in giving 12 points. You were two for 12. He's still one of the best players You have players four rebounds and four assists. It's not like he's at that stage of his career. Yes. The only thing that I could think of is I want to put everybody on notice. There's going to come things this offseason that I'm going to want – and if I don't get what I want, then maybe just potentially I'll look at other opportunities. Maybe I'll take a second to take a step back if that name includes Kyrie Irving or if that name includes somebody else. Listen when I tell you, because I don't even have to come to you and tell you directly. I'll just do it through the media at the biggest Which, time. That's how he does it. At, at the biggest time, at, at the time where there's the most microphones in front of me, I'll say something to shock everybody, and I'm the story, not even the NBA Finals and not everything else. I think that's a part of it. I, how big of a part of it? I don't know. You could you could convince me it's 30% of it. You could convince me it's 1% of it. But I do think there's something that, hey, I'm about to be out of the news cycle. I don't like that. I'm going to throw... I'm going to throw that out there, and now it's about me. I didn't even talk about Jokic and the Nuggets advancing to the finals for the first time. It's about LeBron coming or going, right? Yeah. No one is buying he's leaving. There are two other, three other really kind of scenarios that I've seen that are out there. One of them is he takes some time away, right, to try to rejuvenate, to watch his kid, to just let his body heal so he can go at it again one more time, play with his kid, maybe find a scenario that – he finds more appealing basketball-wise, try to grab another championship. I don't think so. I, I don't know why he would want to not play when he's still one of the better players. It just I don't think you take a year away when you're still – if you was just completely broken down, Al, and the scenario that you just painted where he's averaging 11 points a game, he's like, I just need to take a not nice Not effective, this, that, yeah. But that's not, that's not the case. He's still – he was still an all-NBA selection. He's still at a very high level. So let's scratch that okay. one off the list. The most likely of the incredibly unlikely scenarios, right? I don't think this is going to – I think what's going to happen is he's going to be on the Lakers next year. I think that's 99%. The little carve-out that I want yep. is that he's on another team. And what this was is the beginning of, hey, listen, I just had something happen to me for the first time in my career, which is my best wasn't good enough. Mm. 
my best was not good enough. Not that he hasn't run in other players who had better teams, right? But my very best wasn't as good as Jokic's best. And and I just it it doesn't I need to go be a number two somewhere or or maybe even two A. I need to be on a team where I can really pick my spots and be the complimentary player that I was supposed to be here, but he sees that that's not available to him. Mm. That he sees that, you know what, that's not that's just not going to happen here. It's not here. It is somewhere else. I need to start setting this up so I can move to that other place. Again, let me. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm also not striking it off the list like I am. Not play, sit out a year. I think those are absolute non-starters. Different team. Different scenario. I'm going to go be number two over here or number two A over there. Occasionally be the number one. Can't do it here. Need one more title. Need one more really good look at it. I know it's not here. That's not a 0% chance. That's what I I think he was at least testing the waters with. I've never fallen into... I always thought when Braun signed with the Lakers... That was probably it. I thought so, too. Not thinking he was going to go anywhere else. I still actually believe that, except for next season. I'm sorry. Not this upcoming year. The the following year. Um, I, I just give you, this is a, a small example. Obviously, he's planted his roots here in L.A. Bronny decides that he's committed to USC, mm-hmm. so he'll get the opportunity to watch his son play basketball at USC. I still think LeBron James, just to play off what you just said, I think... He will do everything in his power, and I think the Lakers will do everything in their power as well. They got to the Western Conference Finals. They clearly were able to do it, even though it wasn't nearly the type of season, just the way everything was structured, the way they waited till the last second to save that 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 2029 first rounder. I think the 2027 they gave up, but they, they kept the 2029 round, first rounder. Um, they put together a roster kind of last second. They were still able to get to the West Conference. Maybe it's Fool's Gold, maybe it's not. I don't have the answer to it. I think he's leveraging everything he can, and this is probably it, by the way. This is this upcoming year will be your last shot, which is also impressive that you're still in this mix sure. of getting a chance to compete for a championship. You guys got to go all in this upcoming year. This is it. Like this this is my final hurrah because like do you that. do you think that LeBron James after this upcoming season will be a Los Angeles Laker? He has a player option. I don't think he will be. I think there's a very good chance by that point. Now you got Bronny, Bronny I, I don't know how good Bronny is. I don't. So I don't know where he ends up in the NBA. I don't know. Is this is he a first rounder? Is he a second rounder? I can't figure it out. Is he just powerful because his last name is James and his dad is LeBron? I have no idea. But I would think that this upcoming year is your final hurrah. And if Bron ends up leaving the Lakers after that, that's six years with the Los Angeles Lakers, that player option does give him the ability to go somewhere else. He's going to go get the money wherever he is, and then maybe then he get, grants his wish of playing with his son. That's really interesting because it comes down to his priority, right? What, what is his priority? Is his priority to play with his son? By the way, these are all reasonable options. I'm not judging him. I'm just saying these are the ones that they are. Does he want to play with his kid? Does he want to stay in Los Angeles for all the reasons that Los Angeles is appealing, especially for somebody like LeBron James? Or do I got to get one more? Right? Do I, I, I need one more that I want to have one more than Steph Curry, or I want to have as many as Magic Johnson and as many as Kobe and as many as this guy, right? To, that four is one, but five is it's a whole nother level. I need one more because each of those goals may be achievable in a different place. And, and maybe none of those goals are achievable with the Lakers. 
And like you said, we did get, they did get to the Western Conference Finals, and the first thing he said afterwards was, "I don't care about this. Yeah, this is this is this is not why I play. I've been there. I've I, done I've that. Done this I've, too I've, many times. Yeah. This is not interesting to me. This is I play for championships, and we didn't even get to the championship round. So that close is not close enough for him. I need it all. And the thing that is universally agreed upon with LeBron James. He knows what he's looking at when it comes to a title team. He knows. He knew that what he had at the beginning of the season, it wasn't it. Hmm. He knew that once they made those trades, it might be it. Let's at least give it a run. Maybe he's thinking, it's just we're, we're a lot better than we were, but we're still not good enough. Yeah. And, and I, don't know, I don't know if we can make that last 10 yards. I don't know if we can get across the goal line. That I need Anthony Davis to be a little bit better, and it's just not going to – whatever the reasoning is, and i got to go over there to do it. I can go be – a side he'll never be a sidekick but yeah. i can go be the second best guy here 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 and here and that'll work out better for me what's our what are his priorities well, don't, don't and only for, he knows don't forget this too even when braun was lebron james he can give the ball to kyrie irving he go get him a bucket yeah he could have Dwayne wade and chris bosh on the team he had shooters all around him it's not like braun has done everything by himself he's had help now you can make the case in cleveland the first time they made it to the nba finals when they played the san antonio spurs but he's had help he could very well be looking at this roster and saying this just isn't good enough not not and this is it he had to play 48 minutes in game four and and he played an electric what 24 minutes and a pretty good second 24 minutes. And is it safe to say? And it wasn't good enough. And it, was it safe to say he didn't have enough help around him it to get both. it done? It if Braun is saying, I got to play 48 yeah. minutes, give you 40, 10, and 9, and that's not good enough to win one game against right. the Denver Nuggets? That It was both he needed more help, 100%, and it was I can't give you 48 minutes. I probably can't even give you 40 on the regs. I need, I need to be able to manage my time, my yeah. energy, and I can't do it with this team. It's just we're not good enough to do it. What are his priorities? Only he knows. Only he knows. Bobby Miller may be the latest. Seen it before or we seeing it again? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Slee, so remember when May... The ranch dressing thing? Or... <laughs> no, stop. <Okay. laughs> I don't know. You started saying it. So I you didn't... said remember when. So I... <laughs> I started thinking about things that have happened. Look, we're all it's just kind of lead, Al. Usually, I'm the one that likes to kind of kick the nest and see what happens. Just saying, <laughs> go right back to ranch. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that was very unlike. I like that a lot. Good job, Al. Um, 
the Dodgers in May. We're like, hey, look, you better put some money in the bank in April because when you get to May, you're going to play nothing but literally nothing but yeah. good teams until the final series of, of the month, which is Washington, which is still ahead of them. Well, they didn't put a lot of money in the bank. They went 16 and 13 through April, which is fine, but it's it's 500, mm-hmm. right? 16 and 13. Still good. Even the 16 and 13, I it's thought fine. by the time it was, it was all the dust settled. Yeah. It, it, look, it, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's also mm-hmm. not like, okay, we, we put some money in the bank. It's yeah. just, it's, it's fine. They're 15 and 6 in May. They're 15 and 6 in May. They're, they're going to win the series in Atlanta. They have a chance to sweep the series in Atlanta yep. today. They got Tampa coming up this weekend, best team in baseball. So they'll get another really good uh, opportunity there. They've lost exactly one series so far this month. They dropped three or four to St. Louis. They've, they beat the Padres five out of six times, two out of three in Milwaukee, swept the Phillies, and took two out of three against the Minnesota Twins. They've just, they've looked, those are all first place or very, very good teams. And then. <laughs> This series, you have Dustin May gets placed on the 60-day IL. Yeah, that was just... That's not good. No, Clayton Kershaw did something he's never done in his career where he did not get into the fifth inning of back-to-back starts. Yep. Julio gets placed on the IL because of a hamstring injury after mm-hmm. giving up four consecutive home runs against the Cardinals. Tony Gonsolin is the backbone of your rotation all of a sudden, and he's coming off of an injury. And you got to go down to the minor leagues and pull up two young guys to play the best team in the National League in their ballpark. They're playing well. They got the best record in the league, Yep, and they got all their guys going. Could be the NLCS for all we know. Sure. Yep. And they won both of those games. Mm -hmm. And they won yesterday because a guy that has been long touted as one of the best prospects in baseball showed up and was exactly that. This was – and I don't know how much you got to see of it yesterday, but – watching the game and i'm just thinking this reminds me of something this i can't i can't quite put my finger on what this reminds me of but this reminds me of something and i'm not just talking about throwing 100 and having a wipeout slider i'm just like that his presence his aura it reminded me and all of a sudden bueller yes Mm -hmm. exactly this i and i don't i don't may have been his major league debut may have not have been i don't know the first time i saw i see a lot of comps there he was pitching against the san francisco giants Mm -hmm. in san francisco they brought him in the middle of a game the dodgers either were way ahead or way behind i don't even remember but the game wasn't close and he comes in there and i'm thinking oh this is the their their first round pick vandy like it's like wow that's really good you saw him a couple days later like well that was really good and he had this calmness to him that but not flatliner like not emotional just hey guys i don't know what y'all expected but this is what i do this is what i was put on this planet to do is to get guys out i'm not surprised by this i expected to do this maybe i'm a little bit ahead of schedule but not on my timeline i'm not miller had that same thing he was a little all over the place to start but he settled in so fast al that looked like a guy that had been pitching the big leagues for a while, not a guy making his major league debut. And if that's your opening offer, there's going to be some bumps in the road. That guy looked like a major league pitcher after 20 minutes in the major leagues. That's not how it's supposed to go. Very, very impressive. It really was. He he had a quote that coming from yesterday. He says, as confident as I looked out there, I was very nervous under that poker face. Mm-hmm. I just had to focus on my breathing and tell myself it's the same game still. That quote actually surprised me. Because what you just described, no, 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 I didn't see anything calm, cool, and collective it felt like he was. And yeah, I, I saw just the way he was, and this is probably the the advantage of having somebody like Will Smith behind the plate, very heavy fastball in the beginning. 
and then they decided it felt like the Atlanta Braves were on his fastball. They were. No, no, no. Let's let's now change it up a little bit. Let's use some of your other pitches. And once he started doing that, kind of had the Braves all over the place. A um, couple of things that you mentioned. It's not just did you win the game. They did. Eight to one. You only gave up one run. That one. I think that first run first was in the, yeah in, in the first inning. But it was that how do one. you look? Yeah. How, how comfortable are you? How much how much in command are you? Um, is the moment too big? I remember Dave Roberts leading up to this game saying, all right, not ideal, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> let's just see what it is. Let, yeah. Let's say they beat the Oakland A's. Then you're you're kind <laughs> of you're, you're saying to yourself, all right, well, is the Oakland A's, what did you really get? This guy was given the ball against the Atlanta Braves, the other top team in the NL, um, a stacked lineup, and it was, you know, kind of uh, sink or swim. And he didn't just swim. He you was race. chilling. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. had floaties on. He he, and he was calm, cool, and collected. But there was also a a, a streak of arrogance, which I loved. A, a, a streak of competitiveness. Uh, uh, there was it, he wasn't a flatliner, right? There's some guys, Greg Maddox, for instance, right? And look, if everybody were like Greg Maddox, wonderful. But Greg Maddox was just—you never knew what was going on. Look at Greg Maddox. Then there's Pedro Martinez, who you knew had this crackle to him, right? Uh-huh. That Pedro Martinez was throwing at guys. He's staring guys down. He's got – Pedro Martinez is like 5'9", and he's staring down guys. Yep. Okay? He's just – he has this thing about him like, I'm not backing up to anybody. Miller was more Martinez than he was Maddox. And not that he was being a hot dog or anything like that. It was just, guys, this is who I am. I'm not I'm not going to apologize for being awesome just because I'm young. Mm. This is what I – Walker Bueller's the same way. Walker Bueller doesn't say much. You watch that dude walk on and off the field, he owns oh, yeah. that place. Yeah, there is. There's no humility there. There, There's – I'm not going to tell you a whole bunch, but you just have to – just watch me perform. Miller had a lot of that too, just that very – like Gavin Stone, who I think will be a very good pitcher, doesn't really have that. Mm. That that That's more of a – Okay, let's see. I got to throw this pitch. I want to locate this. I want to set up this guy. It's not just that I'm going to wipe you blanker blankers out of you here. You could know what I'm throwing. You, you still can't. You, you don't have. A chance you can't do anything me. with it. You don't have a chance mm. against me. Bueller had that, and I felt like Miller had it last night. Too. There's um, in both wins, and both wins were completely different. I think one of the more underrated thing about the Los Angeles Dodgers so far, they're not out of any game. No. Yesterday, they're down four nothing at the end of two the first inning, yeah, yeah. or two days ago. Yeah. Um, down four nothing in the first inning, and there is something about, and maybe this is probably also this will help your pitching staff as well. Knowing that, listen, if I if I give up a couple runs, it's not the end. Of the world. I'm not telling you that's ideal. I'm not telling you that's how you want to play every game. But the way they won yesterday versus how they won two days ago, you have two really really young pitchers coming in. But how they won, it, it almost it defines who the Dodgers are so far this year. You can have a great pitching performance. You could have a kind of a little bit of shaky of a performance, at yeah. least early on. They still find ways to win the game. You, I think you're getting at this, and it's something that I think is important because last year, Emily and I were talking about this this morning, and this Dodger team is tough. And she said, you know, not like last year's team. And I said, you know, it, it, I don't know if that's fair because the Dodgers were just so good last year. They won 111. What do you, what, how do you want me to demonstrate my t- – I'm just winning every night. What do you want from me? Right? And then they go into the playoffs and they get beat. And it's like, oh, it's this. But there was never an opportunity really to prove that they had what you just described, which is this we're never out of any game. Grit. Grit, grit and just t- – we don't roll. 
This mm-hmm. is not an all-star team like last year's team where you just got MVPs and all-stars up and down the lineup. They got some, don't get me wrong, but once you get past Will Smith and you're on to Max Muncie, it's kind of a traditional major league team that you got Rojas and Vargas and Outman and Taylor and these these JD. are JD mm-hmm. the, these are good players, but it's not this murderer's row. They grind. Mm. They don't give <clears throat> up. And <throat> I'm not throwing shade at your pods because I still think that they're going to get back into this. I really truly do. But they don't seem to have that no that they, that thing a, that, that we're going to grind this out on them and we're going to make them f- the Dodgers have it and I it's obviously working for them right now yeah I think it's going to serve them well later in the season this thing of hey listen we had a bad night tonight that here we go they play the Padres in the first round again yeah I, doesn't matter. play the Arizona Diamondbacks in the first round yeah they lose the first game four to one. Can you imagine what people are saying if they lose that game four to one? And it's like here we go again. I think what they're going through right now will serve them better in those moments of just knowing we're still in it. We do have toughness. We do have grit. We do have fight. You respect it, too. You know, I think as a Dodger fan, I don't think there's a time right now so far this year that you're not what it might not be perfect, but there isn't a time that you're walking away saying, are these guys given what they need to give? They are. They, they, every single night, it feels like not they're perfect, it. not necessarily pretty. Last year was perfect and pretty. And then you are out. This is a little yeah. messier, mm-hmm. but they're still really damn good. And if they just keep throwing 20 year olds at you. And you can't be the. It's like you said. This wasn't the ace. It was the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves threw their best pitcher yesterday. Yep. Spencer Strider's their best guy. They got four runs off him by the end of the second inning. Just an, an amazing performance. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey guys, and by the way, the best fast food ranch by far is Wingstop. Wingstop has such good ranch, and it's kind of easy to create at home if you want to. But uh, yeah, people who like it know what I'm talking about. All right, so Wingstop's got good fries too. I'm not going to respond to that. No, no, no comment. No comment from Emily. I like. I'm just going to keep throwing things, and I just want to keep a list out of the things that she doesn't <laughs> like, and we'll bring them up periodically. <laughs> um, Wingstop is a great partner, and I think that they're they make really good food. All right, so um, <laughs> Molly uh, Molly Quorum, who hosts uh, First Take, uh, she posted on her Twitter a picture of what Mad Dog has as his notes during the show. Like you know how I I have notes, Travis. I know you you guys all have notes, but like his notes look like scribble, and that no one could make any sense of them. There are a lot of like circles, and it says Darylowski with a bunch of circles around it. And like, <laughs> I have no idea what all this means. So someone could understand the notes that you take for your show. Travis, factor cap. Uh, I, I think so. We're about to find out. I'm going to say fact. I'm handing Al my pad right now. I don't think there's anything that's terribly hieroglyphic-y about them. I think they're just little short sentences and ideas and thoughts that I want to execute. I don't, is there anything that's hard to understand in there, Al? Well, I don't understand that you and Susan had an argument about what. <laughs> you break it down. I'm never going to tell her anything ever again. Um no, you might not is, be able to read my no, handwriting. No, this, this That's is, another thing. This is organized. Yeah. Very well organized. Um, Al, what about you? I, I think for most people, this is probably more organized than what most people are going to have. For me, um, I, it's more just bullet points. Like, I'll just kind of jot down some bullet Would points. Would I be able to understand it? Here, I got you. Like, what this bullet point means? Right. Like, one of mine says, first pick. Like, you know, we know what it means, yeah. being Travis, but, like, if you didn't know what we were talking about, what... So um, I had something on the Dodgers. We do a little bit later, and it's basically 
when do you decide to go all in and then just bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Oh, so you it's, have like a full sentence. Yeah, as, okay. as my topic and then just bullet points from there. And then everything else makes no sense. All right, Taylor? Is the question like handwriting and stuff? Because I think I have, I mean, my, my handwriting is legible. I think both handwriting um, and what you're trying to say on your on your notes. I'm going to give you yeah, guys fact, one. Fact on both. You tell me if any of you guys know what this means. 130 games. Anybody? It's 130 just, games? just written right there in the middle of the pad. That the Dodgers games. could win 130 yeah. of their <laughs> no, other games. No, but kind of ball, roughly kind of they've in the played, ballpark. They've played 50, <laughs> so, we're not, season, so we're not talking nope, there. A lot more left. <laughs> the A's are on pace to lose 130 games. <laughs> oh, Literally. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, 130 games. If they... They're winning twenty percent of their games, which over. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you, want to dial. wouldn't you rather just want to do that? Like, what is it if you lost a hundred? If you could lose one thirty, you know what the record is? One twenty. They Tigers? could lose one hundred and thirty. I believe so. Or the Mets, one or the other. Jesus. Yeah, one hundred. There you go. There's the note. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Kobe Turner is one of the new uh, draft picks <laughs> for um, the Rams, and this came across my for you page on TikTok. So, the for your, for you page essentially your. Um, your home screen. So I got this video and it was of his fiance, Alyssa, posting what the inside of Kobe's car looks like. <laughs> uh, the leather is all broken up. The, the There's a ton of lights on the dashboard. Like the the, um, the window button doesn't work. It just is Not only didn't work, it mess. sounded like the thing was going to explode when she tried to roll it down. Right. Exactly. The whole thing was a mess. So... Uh, hopefully the first thing that he buys with his new draft money is a new car. So the first thing that you would buy if you got a windfall of cash, uh, but obviously it's, you know, you're working for it. The first thing you would buy would be a car. Alan, factor cap? Cap. I buy a house. Yeah, it'd be the first thing I buy. First thing I buy, especially if it's, you know, if it's big time money, it's something along those lines where you're not too, okay, hey, now I just got narrowed down. What neighborhood do I want to be in? Uh, house for me, no question about it. Trav? Am I me in this situation? You are. You're what Kobe Turner's getting. So you okay. sign. You're a new draftee. Yeah, like a Pontiac Grand Am. I, like I, a, if I were a new NFL draftee who is getting NFL money for the first time. But you don't know how long it's going to last. I'm not going to lie. I probably would buy a car. Fact. I, I think that's the thing that I would. if Because Kobe Turner's probably, what, 22, 23 years old? Yeah. That the idea, Olive, okay, this is where I'm going to live for the next 30 years is probably not rattling through your head. But Especially if you're a third-round draft pick, you don't right. know how long you're going to be. And, and I'm not going out and buying a, a Bentley, right? I'm, but to go out and buy like a nice Tahoe from sure. Rotolo Chevrolet in yeah. and, and just have it done and I got this car and this will run me for a long time, yeah, I think, I think a car would be my first stop. Taylor? Cap, I mean, I'm good on my vehicle. I could drive that around forever. I think I'd buy property or land or a new house. You guys are mature. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you getting a car, M? Uh, I probably would get a car. I mean, yeah. right now, must date, I would Change definitely get a car. I'm buying Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> are we back? Mm. I have no idea. <laughs> but also, we've seen other people put their money into Bitcoin, and maybe that doesn't necessarily work a little Yeah, bit, I'd like but... to say, I, I don't know. I, just, I have no That's idea. why I'm asking now. Uh, so... Both uh, Parker and DeAndre graduated this past weekend. Parker from Chapman guys. and uh, DeAndre from Cal State San Bernardino. So this has been one kind of like trend that's been going. People trying to go a little viral when they walk the stage. So they'll go across and they'll do a funny handshake with their dean, or they'll like do a cartwheel across the stage, or they'll do something. So Parker was saying that uh, as he got went across the stage, he got off and he took a picture with a mascot. 
and uh Go panthers yeah so the mascot though they told him to keep his hands by his side or just around the mascot but not do anything like fun with your hands or anything weird so you should be able to do whatever you want as you cross the stage at graduation uh taylor factor cap oh i don't know I, I mean, you've, you've put in the time, had your four years or whatever. You paid a million dollars to go there. Right. In theory, but at the same time, these people doing backflips and stuff, it's just like, I mean, just move along. Come on. Trev? I'm with Taylor. I, I, I think that that's one of those things that in the moment might seem like, eh, I want to do my backflip or get on the mascot's shoulders or whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, like, what difference does it really make? That five minutes after you do it, you probably don't even care anymore that there are rules in place. I'll, I'll be an old fuddy-duddy on this one and say cap. Ow. Uh, fact. Do whatever the hell you want. I mean, what what is really anybody going to do? What are they going to do? What's the worst thing that's going to happen, right? The ice in his veins, as Parker's doing in the back there, which I hope is not related to D'Angelo because there was <laughs> definitely not ice in his veins during the playoffs. Or Austin Reeves. Um, yeah, but Reeves actually was good. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think maybe what they're worried about is the one idiot that decides he's going to go streaking. Or, yeah, maybe so there's going to be a line. little bit of that. Uh, but I think overall, there's always an idiot. You're not going to avoid the idiots. Let them do whatever they want. All right. So yesterday I saw a movie. It's called Sanctuary. Not really sure if I'd recommend it to anybody. But uh, it takes place in a hotel room the entire time. And uh, they get room service at one period of time. And then it got me thinking that when you were a kid, the height of luxury in your head was room service. This is the coolest thing I could get. Chocolate ice cream in bed. <laughs> so room service is the height of luxury when you were a kid. Travis, Dr. Cap. Uh, cap, because there's one thing that you kind of envision being a little bit better, and it actually is. Like room service, you realize it's still just that same crummy club sandwich. They just dropped it off at your front door. And you can eat it in bed. <laughs> and you can eat it in bed, right, as opposed to go downstairs to get it at the restaurant. The thing that seemed so fancy and so luxurious and actually kind of sort of is is first class on an airplane, right? That you just, you fit better, at least I do. You you fit better, you get a real glass, you get a real fork. Like, it's just one of those things, those little things that make it better. Room service is number two, so I'm going to go cap. Al? Cap for me, it was the fact that we actually went on a vacation. Just the fact, and we wouldn't even, we were, we were not getting on planes. It was taking the minivan to Lake Tahoe, or it was going to Laughlin, or it was going to Reno. Like, this is literally... Just the fact that we were leaving our home yeah. was a really big deal. So I think that was is... there room service on that vacation? Uh no. 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 Yeah, we never got it as kids. Never. Yeah, and, and I was gonna say that never happened. It was more um we'd go eat somewhere, but we were not getting room service. Yeah. Taylor? Cap, I didn't I didn't know what room service was either, but the fact that I was at a hotel and, you know, I could go swim in the pool, that was big. That was Baller. A big one for me. Yeah. Limos is also right up there. Just being in a limo in general as a kid would have been so cool. Yeah, it's true. It, it, then you get in a limo for the, and unless you're sitting in the tr- like the seat yeah. that's facing the windshield, yeah. if you're on one of those side seats, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, you know you're all Kick crunched seat, in, yeah. your legs don't fit. Yeah, only in the the back seat. All right, one last one. So uh, the Monte Carlo race for F1 is this weekend, and uh, it's very cool. It's a lot of like really awesome. It's a very rich thing to do, yeah. and it's very picturesque. It's right along the coastline there it's you're with the movers and shakers if you make your way to the monocolor race so this would be the number one sporting event that you would want to attend 
Travis, Fedric Cap. It's a fact for me. And, I'm and, also going to keep out of there. Like, okay, obviously we'd all want to see our favorite team win a sure, championship, sure. but this is just pure sporting event. The, the, it's, I'm not a huge racing fan. I like F1 enough. Like, I watch the, the series and all that stuff. But for all the reasons that you described them, to be in Monaco, to go to the famous casino, to see all the boats, Jeez. to see all of those crazy, crazy rich people, like the richest people on the planet, yeah. all kind of throwing a party one weekend is pretty wild. Like, the Masters is something I've never been to that I'd like to go to. And I love golf, but just for the spectacle of it, Monaco's number one for me. Uh, cap for me, and it has more to do. I don't know. I first the F one part. I have zero interest in. So right out the gate, that that's a tough sell for me. I think being there would be cool, but at the same time, I feel out of place. So I, I if you said from a sporting event perspective, and let me go, I'll go somewhere international. Drop me in a premier late Premier League game where it's Lakers preseason in San Diego, where it's Man U. <laughs> versus Manchester City, and it's got just unbelievable energy, and it's got history. I'm just using those two squads as an example. I would rather do that than go to this F1 race. Taylor? Cap, yeah, the, the F1 sounds like a snooze fest, honestly. I don't know. I'd rather do maybe like a Super Bowl or Olympics, something along those lines. I've been to both of those. You would be underwhelmed. Don't do – by, by the way, under, okay, I can almost guarantee Trav, you would Trav, instead of Super Bowl – wouldn't an AFC championship game be more Much, exciting? Uh, AFC, NFC championship game, far more of an exciting event because it's in a home stadium. Yep. It's packed with the, the fans. It's not every Fortune 500 company that's yeah. and it's it, And it moves like a regular. Super Bowl is long, man. There's a lot of downtime in that thing. It, it's fun, don't get me wrong, but it's not – like the Final Four with your school in it, totally different jam. That's a totally different that's – a, that's a big event. It's but I'm with you. Fun. I would not go to a Final Four if it's not my team. No, it's yeah. got it's got to have your school in it. Faux show. Sure. All right. The, speaking of the Rams in the Super Bowl, uh, they had a little OTA action, and their two most important guys weren't there. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Emily and I are going to go to Monaco. You guys go to something else, and uh, everybody will have a good yeah. time. Amen. Go middle of nowhere, England, <laughs> and go watch a Premier League game. You've never I been to a that. Premier League game? No. I, why do I think that you had? Gone to, you know, they've had big matches, but they're all here, right? San Diego back in the day at Qualcomm, they'd have they'd have teams come. Rose Bowl has it every single year. Yeah. They'll have like SoFi's having a couple this year too. Yeah, that's right. They're gonna have um yeah, they've done whether it's international, like actual the USA versus Argentina or something like that, or they're doing some of these Premier Leagues. I'm not the world's biggest soccer fan, as we mm-hmm. all know, but the idea of going to like a World Cup final in a place that's nuts for it, like a Brazil or yeah. an England, or that that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, there's uh, Mexico City is going to host one uh, when we do the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, so USA, Canada, sh- and yeah. Mexico. Yeah, but... For instance, World Cup final in Mexico City, sure. World Cup final in Toronto, less exciting. For I me. mean, you, LA still might host the World Cup but, final. And, and again, don't get me wrong. If somebody wants to host me, I will definitely go. But that's not a have to see it moment yeah. for me. It's more about the experience of being in a soccer bananas place that would be. We saw. I mean, a totally different. When thing. Argentina won it all, they're probably still out on that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they're like guys just another couple weeks and then we'll get over it they're probably yeah, way to say this is right still shut down, shut down. <laughs> it's crazy Jeez. what what and messi got what a trillion dollars from the saudi team to go play over there eh, a couple couple, couple trill <laughs> couple trill unbelievable Al, have you ever tried to watch uh, ted lasso no 
I have not. Well, if you are interested in the Premier League at all, I mean, it's a good thing to watch. I mean, the uh, final two episodes are coming out. The last, the penultimate came out uh, this week. Did you? Final do, you didn't do out. Ted Lasso. I haven't either. done Ted Lasso, but I did watch a few episodes. And I, I don't know the, what's the one on Wrexham with Ryan Reynolds. What's that? Uh, show called? It's I know like, what you're talking about. We yeah, are Wrexham yeah. or something. So, like that? Yeah. I, I watched a few of those. Really good. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's not scripted the way that Ted Lasso is. Yeah. But interesting. And I know that it, it just. It's not the soccerness of it all; it's the enviro. Of Ted Lasso has a lot less soccer than you think. It's mm. more just like the characters and you know that stuff. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Huntington Beach and Jonathan. Jonathan, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Jonathan? Jonathan, ah, he's gone, Slee. He wanted LeBron to give back some money. Why? Just one of those. <laughs> well, look, I get it. By the way, because they 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 actually set that standard when they were in Miami. Where LeBron, remember LeBron was not the highest paid player on his team for X amount of years. Yeah. LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh each took like sixteen million a year or something like that, and that's how they made it work. So I think Jonathan, what he was referring to there, hey, Bron, give some money back. And right. he was talking about Tom Brady, how Tom Brady always took a haircut for so long because, and that's how the. He, the Patriots won, but also the NFL is totally different in that the way structure. that it's structured than yeah. the NBA. Can I can I say this? If the man did it. Awesome. When players do do it, awesome. You just can't expect them to do it. That's it. Like it's just it's it, their it, money. Well, it's not even it's just their, think of LeBron's. What did we just say? If LeBron decided next year he's gonna he's not gonna play or he's gonna go somewhere else, think about the value that LeBron James brings in every single freaking night. How about when he goes on the road? How about he goes on the road? All of a sudden, there's you got a sold out Wizards Lakers game because LeBron is there. There's. No amount of money that you could pay LeBron where he's overpaid. There, there really isn't. No salary cap. He's making seventy-five, eighty million a year, it, and no it, one's blinking. It, it, it I mean, same for Tom Brady. For, for sure. They're, look, they're, the PGA Tour does a thing that I think kind of what we're talking about here. Where I'm going to get this a little wrong, but it's mostly right. At the end of the year, they figure out the guys that have the greatest impact on viewership, on internet, social media. That there's some formula that they've developed that says hey tiger woods brings this much eyeballs to what we're doing and they pay them on top of that based Mm. on the impact that they have to their sport if that were like if the nba said okay tiger or excuse me lebron james makes his 45 million from the lakers but the impact he has on the league here's another 200 million from the league 300 million and you'd be like yeah what did john say the other day about when benyama this the spurs Got Win Benyama, but he said whoever who had gotten the number value one value of your franchise by five hundred million. Yep, just by simply having him on your team, it goes up by five hundred million. So you're telling me, hey, take less? Why? I'm mm-hmm. the reason people are coming through the door. Oh, you want to win? Yeah, I do. You figure out how to put a team around me. I'm gonna get. I'm actually taking probably less than I deserve. Is that interesting that you're asking a player? So the owner is still going. The owner gets to pay you less to go put together a competitive team. Yet they're not gonna. They're not gonna take any less from the revenue coming in. That's still all gonna go to them. Yeah. They're just basically asking you take a haircut so then I could put together a better team to then make more money. And I know you're the most valuable <laughs> asset of anyone in, in the league. <laughs> Yeah, maybe in the entire United States sports structure, right? Take the soccer guys out of it. The concept sounds nice, uh, but the idea is not. Take my money. It's not right. All right, uh, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, not at Rams OTAs yesterday, and you know what? Who cares? 
right? Like, if, is there anybody that you are less worried about being ready to go for the season than Aaron oh, Donald yeah. and Cooper Cup? If you their entire roster of whatever it is, ninety some odd guys, mm-hmm. you said, who are the two guys you have no concerns about whatsoever? Uh, Donald and Cup, them, mm. those two guys, they can go home. Those are the two guys that weren't there. That's okay. <laughs> it's one hundred percent okay. Yeah, it's it's that's one of the, you know, the only thing I, I think right now for the Rams and. Trev, this is right down your wheelhouse. I think there's a lot of, um, I think there's some curiosity with the team, but it would be more of a surprise if they made any noise. But yeah. the expectation, we, we were talking a little bit about expectations coming into this season for the Lakers. I didn't have very high expectations. Um, they made some moves, and then all of a sudden here you find them in the Western Conference Finals. It's not uncommon in the NFL where maybe you don't have the most expectations on a team, but they get off to a nice start. It's the most volatile. It's the most, exactly. Or a team just barely gets into the postseason and then makes a run. But for the Rams, yeah, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, is Cooper Cup going to be healthy? Is Aaron Donald going to be healthy? Even if they are healthy, there how competitive go. is the team going there to be? Go. And I, I, I'm going to assume that I'll look at it half glass – empty than I will for you want right optimistic now. Travis or pessimistic Travis when oh, it comes I, to the Rams? pessimistic right now okay yeah. pessimistic is you have cup you have Stafford you have Donald and you have nothing else right they, they those three guys are all high level players but literally the rest of your roster is made up of guys that are below NFL standard right and you can't I don't care who the three guys are it doesn't matter football is about those 22 guys not about the three you are coming off of a year where you were bad and your team's a lot worse on paper than it was last year. That's pessimistic, Travis. Optimistic is your offensive line has to be better. It can't be worse. Sure, so sure. it just by by the law of averages, it's going to be better. Matthew Stafford is healthy. Cooper Cup is healthy. Aaron Donald is healthy. That the Rams more, have drafted reasonably well despite going in there. That the division is not good that the conference is not good, that there are opportunities in there. You have a schedule that is relatively favorable to you at the back end that if you can kind of somehow find a way to stick around 500 through your first 10 games, and I'm not saying you got four and six. Four and six at 10 games, Rams are in a really good spot. They play Mm. bad teams down the stretch. Eight wins might get you into the playoffs. Nine wins probably get you Mm. into the playoffs. Eight wins for this team, it's not an impossibility. Get hot early, steal a game or two that you're not supposed to have, then wins the one you're supposed to at the end. That's the and then get in the playoffs and like you just said, see what the heck happens. Not not totally out of the question. Unlikely. The other one's probably more likely. The reality is it probably lands somewhere in the middle, and that's the worst. Well, this will be the first time where you're walking into a season with Rams and Sean McVay where the expectations aren't, hey, you're right. What are you going to do this year? Hey, how are you going to uh, top what you did the season before? They actually don't really have that many expectations. They have low expectations, mm-hmm. right? It's if over under, I think, is five and a half for them. For, I as think far six as like being favorite, six and a half. I, I, that's what it was. I mean, you're right. That six and a half is their win total, but the games, they're only favored in two games on paper going into this. Mm. Two. Good luck with that. They'll win more than two. Unless they don't want to, which is the also gonna, a possibility. NFC's going to suck. So. It's going to be bad. Yeah. It's Philly. It's the Niners. Yep. yep. Cowboys. Dallas. Okay. Maybe Minnesota. Okay. The Lions are talked about as one of the better teams in the NFC. Go ahead and take that to Vegas and see how you do. There's a lot of opportunities there for them, even if their roster doesn't make a ton of sense right now. The day after, the day after. Laker breakdown next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.